Small Podcast. This episode tells the story of a misfit, messed up, or marginalized person in the Bible. Someone who found grace when they were expecting judgment. Someone whom Jesus surprised with welcome, love, or forgiveness. These stories are curated by Mercy Street, a church community in Houston, Texas. We believe God is in all places and working in all people to create a safe harbor of hope and restoration. Go to inallexperience.org to find your story in all stories and see how we all find God in all our stories. One of my favorite hymns is Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing. It includes uh, really mysterious imagery like flaming tongues and bind my heart with thy fetter. All sorts of imagery that may be a bit foreign to us today. But the second verse says, Here I raise my Ebenezer, hither by thy help I've come, and I hope by thy good pleasure safely to arrive at home. We're going to come back to that uh, towards the end of the story tonight. Here I raise my Ebenezer. The story tonight comes from John chapter 8, verses 1 through 11. But this story tonight is the story of a woman whose private sin is all of a sudden publicly exposed. Tonight in the story, Jesus is teaching in the outer courts of the temple. He has been there uh, because of the festival, and as he is teaching, he is seated in the posture of a rabbi. The people are gathered around him as he opens up the teachings of the law, focusing not just on the letter of the law, but the spirit of the law. In the middle of this Sunday school lesson, all of a sudden there is a commotion and in comes a crowd, a mob, if you will. They have with them a woman who is scantily dressed and the passage says that they place her right in the middle of the crowd, right in front of Jesus. Now this mob, this crowd of people were known as the Pharisees. And it says they brought the woman to Jesus and said, Jesus, this woman has been caught in adultery in the very act. The law of Moses commands us to stone such women. What do you say? It's interesting at this moment that Jesus does not continue in the posture of a rabbi by standing up and proclaiming and teaching. Instead, what Jesus does is he kneels down and begins to write in the dirt. If we pay attention to the posture of Jesus throughout this story tonight, I think we will have something that will teach us what our posture should be towards the world and what God's posture is towards us. As the crowd is protesting, demanding justice for this woman, Jesus bends down in the dirt and begins to write. Now the writer of the story doesn't actually tell us what Jesus is writing in the dirt. Maybe he is writing down the Ten Commandments. Perhaps he is uh, putting down the private sins of all of those gathered around. My friend and colleague Richard Gandy says maybe Jesus was writing in the dirt a message 
to the woman. As he rode in the dirt, I got you. I've got your back. Well, as Jesus stoops down and writes in the dirt, the crowd continues to protest. And so finally, Jesus stands up. The text says he straightens up and looks the crowd in the eye. And he says to them, you who is without sin, you may be the first to throw a stone. And then Jesus stoops down once again and writes in the ground. Many times when we think about God's posture towards us, maybe it's not even when our private sin has been publicly exposed, but just when we feel the weight of shame, we wonder if God is a God who shakes his cosmic finger at us, demanding a price be paid. Or do we imagine God, who has the posture of Jesus in this story, who actually stoops down with us in the dirt, bends down low, places God's very self with us, being a presence of truth and comfort, being a presence that reminds us that God is with us. God has our back. To those in this story who were demanding justice, who had come that day not only to bring a woman into the very presence of Jesus to demand justice, but they already had stones in their hands, certain of what the price would be that this woman would have to pay. And Jesus' posture towards their self-righteousness is not meek and mild. Jesus straightens up and speaks truth to them. He says it differently in another passage in scripture. He says, why do you pay attention to the speck in someone else's eye when you have a plank in your own? And when he says to this crowd, let you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone, the passage says that actually one by one, they left, dropping their stones, dropping their judgments, dropping their self-righteousness. I know in my own life, I am at times very quick to have a posture of self-righteousness. Whether it's something very minor, like driving on the freeway, and I am immediately upset when someone cuts me off, ready to honk my horn and demand justice for them. But other times when I'm in a hurry and I can't be late for my appointment, I find no problem in cutting someone else off on the freeway. What is your posture towards others? What is your posture towards yourself? And what is God's posture towards you? I'm reminded of another story. It's the story of Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela, who lived and was a leader during the period of apartheid in South Africa. He was ultimately arrested many times, imprisoned more than once for his beliefs. But when he was arrested and imprisoned on Robben Island for more than 13 years, he was imprisoned altogether for almost 27, but for the 13 years that he was on Robben Island, he was demanded or sentenced to work in the limestone quarry every day. On this island, he would show up to work and would, uh, with a hand pick, work in the blinding sun 
as the sun hit the white rock and day after day he was forced to work in this quarry. His hands became calloused from working in this rock pile. But over those 13 years, and he and his other inmates, who are also pioneers of justice, while their hands became calloused from working, their hearts never became calloused towards hatred. During that time, he very well could have been piling up stones of resentment and anger, but instead he was piling up stones of justice, humility, and peace. He would write later in his memoir that as he worked in that rock quarry on Robin Island, he saw with imagination how he could return to his community to seek justice and change. He was piling up stones, building something new. Going back to the song, Come Thou Fount, in that second verse, here I raise my Ebenezer, Hither by thy help I come. Ebenezer literally means in the Hebrew, a stone of help or a stone of remembrance. And so the people of God would pile up stones in places where they had seen God show up, in places where they had not given up before the miracle happened. And they would pile up these stones and name them Ebenezer and anoint them and say, God, this is a place where you brought about change, where you showed up. What is your posture towards yourself or towards your others right now? Are you piling up stones of self-hatred, envy, impatience? Do you feel the weight of the stones of grief pressing in upon you, leading you towards bitterness? Or might you be piling up stones of peace, of reconciliation, of hearing God say to you, a posture of love and acceptance. I wonder if in the places where we are carrying our secret sins, wanting to inflict harsh judgment, if we may be ones that lay down those stones, that we can lay down the stone of bitterness, lay down the stone of self-righteousness, and instead find ourselves working towards peace and reconciliation. What are the rocks? What, is the, what are the pile of stones in your life right now? I wonder if this story is inviting us to have a posture, one, a, a, a posture where we are laying down those stones of envy, of resentment, of bitterness, of self-hatred, of being unable or unwilling to forgive others, or maybe to forgive yourself, to be able to lay down those stones and instead to create a pile of stones, an Ebenezer, a monument, a place where we practice gratitude, where we can pick up the stone of seeing a time in our lives where we didn't give up before the miracle happened, where we had peace or hope or joy, a time in our lives where we experienced God's love and to begin to create piles of stones, Ebenezer's, where we could raise those up and give thanks to God. Here I raise my Ebenezer. Thanks for listening. When we gather in homes or coffee shops to listen to the In All podcast, we've saved you a seat. Go to inallexperience.org to check out locations for the In All groups in Houston.